Konnichi, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jamal Sakuro. My name is Jerron Gaddis. And we are the Wannabe Boo Podcast, where we bring the latest and greatest game anime news, reviews, and waifus for waifu. Make sure you keep up with us on our Facebook and Twitter. Search W-A-N-N-A-B-E-A-B-O-O on those sites. And if you want to, keep listening to us. As always, you can find us right here on Anchor.fm. As always, thanks for... Wait, did I just say that? Thanks for sponsoring us. Anyway, uh, as well as Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addicts, Pocket Cast, and any other place that hosts our RSS feed in the most recent episodes. And if you want to support us in any other way, make sure to uh, subscribe to us on those listening platforms, as well as uh, find us on Patreon for some more extra content uh, not found here on the uh, podcast. Uh, no more than a dollar now, but well, ugh, I have to work on this. No more than one dollar to throw in if you want more, though. Uh, we're also trying to uh, summon Truckun so that our isekai dreams can become your isekai dreams. And welcome to episode 178. And sorry, this episode's behind. Well, they're not going to drop the ball on that one. Well, they're not, they're not going to know that. <laughs> oh, well, well, sorry to Jomel that I dropped the ball on this one. Nah, it's okay. I think, uh, you know, amateur hours, a little, you know, we, we everyone goes through their amateur hour, right? Yeah. Every now yeah, and then. It happens. So, uh, so as a title of you this know, podcast. Now that I think about it. Now oh, that I think about it. Yeah. When was the last time we were actually late on an episode? Late? Well,. It's been about a hundred episodes, hasn't it? I probably, maybe. I mean, unless I look up the the up. Well, no. Even if I look up the upload schedule, it's not going to really tell us, in a sense. Unless I like go through it, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I oh no, I remember. I do remember the last time. It probably was a hundred episodes ago or something. Because I remember I you I was using the old system of. Uh, we were still using YouTube at the time. Right, 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 right. And YouTube's and, not. Oh, it's great. No, no, no. It wasn't YouTube. It was the way I was editing our podcast because I actually had to make it as a video instead of oh, an actual audio file, which took gotcha. up like it eight hours of uh, rendering <laughs> and um, fucking uh, just being able to convert that into an actual video because, you know, it'd be like an hour, you know, hour of content and especially, you know, especially our recaps or previews, which are two to almost three hours long. Mm-hmm. So and with my rig being so old as fuck. You know, I'd have times where I'll wake up knowing, uh, just finding out that my computer restarted because of blue screen down in the middle of the night. Yeah, that. So yeah, that was back in the back in the good old YouTube days. So, yeah, I remember we had to I had to delay just the edit for that one podcast for the week, like two or three days, uh, to like a Wednesday upload because of uh, that method. So, mm. I mean, at the same time though, that was sort of where I found uh, Anchor. So, or I think they. I don't know where I found it. I feel like either I found it or they approached us, but all I know is that we found Anchor as a medium, as a good platform to at least have our podcast out there. And then a year later, they uh, sponsored us. So, yeah. There you go. Thank you again, Anchor.fm. Giving um, us a chance to spread our, our, uh, <laughs> our message. Brilliant, brilliant message to the youth. Yeah. So, well... I don't know. To uh, as of right now, I checked our stats. Jaron, the last thirty days, we've had our listenership has been more so uh, thirty-three to forty-some year olds, and majority of them are women. So milfs, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> we we've have, done it. <laughs> we've reached. We've reached our our levels now. We we've reached the promise, the motherland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God damn. So. 
But speaking uh, <laughs> of the motherland, we got to swing on over to my anime list. Yes. Uh, I do have to say, Duran, uh-huh. when it comes to just pure interest... For, uh-huh. for for me at least, I think this is pro- I think this is probably the the shortest list I've completed uh, series really? that I've done just purely on disinterest, like from the get go, from when the season started to you know the end of the season. Dude, I've been so I've been so interested in a lot of these shows. I just it was impossible to keep up with them. Because <laughs> I think I only finished. Like the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, it, it, going on your vein as far as interest interest goes, there were a lot of them that I was just I was interested in, but there's just no way in hell I'd get I'd be able to do them all. Right, like I only finished like five when it came to just like you know immediate immediate you know watch value for me. I do want to go back. Like I mean, I always say this every season, but I do want to go back to some of these and finish them because I'm still in the middle. I'm in the middle of Super Cub, um, and I want to I want to get started on. Uh, um, to your eternity, just because of uh, your recommendation as well. Oh shit! You know, I didn't finish. I, oh. I I think I've only finished five as well. Shit! Oh wow! Oh okay. I thought huh. I thought you were about to show me up with like you know. Oh yeah, you know, I just kind of finished nine, ten, ten of these bad boys. What? Let me see. One. I'm caught up on this one. One. So technically two, three, four, and then I don't hit five until way later. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wait, this, yeah. This has been a rough season to keep up with. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right. Um. So. Let me get start. I, I want to start us off, Jerron, with uh, with the saddest shit first, because we only. I want. I have a lot of words to say about about these. Yeah. One of them being uh, eighty six. So. Yeah. So, uh, I, 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 I will say, just flat out, uh-huh. hands down, probably, between this and Vivi, like, best, easily best, like, contender for, contenders for anime of the year. Really? Oh, yeah, easily. Okay. Wow. Like, without a doubt. All right, well, I'm glad, I guess I'm, I guess I'm glad uh, to hear that then, shit, because, I mean, I've been a big fan of 86 just by the premise of it because I've always been going back and forth between like, oh, should I just read the, should I read this novel because it seemed interesting. But I can, mm-hmm. I've, I, it's, it's so, it's difficult to find like, I guess, military drama series that's like actually good, you know? That don't just fucking drag on forever. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to have some sort of gimmick. Like with um, what is it, Tiny the Evil? You had the Isekai part of it, and plus Magic was another. Right. You know, kind of gimmick with that whole military thing. Plus a little bit of, like, you know, comedy every now and then. But it wasn't, right, it like... It makes it absolutely bearable. Exactly. Or, like, um, Code Geass, where you had uh, the the flashiness of of uh, literally uh, all of um, uh, Zero and fucking uh, Lelouch doing doing his fucking theatrical performance both seasons, you know? And what, what's that girl? The the purple-haired one that, that piloted the, the, the arm-suck robot? Uh wait, arm stuck. Uh, the one she like she had a suit. The the robot had an arm. Well, she okay. She, anyway, she had red short hair. She was like the her zero's main pilot. Oh, we're talking about Kogia. Uh, Colin? yeah, Kogia. Colin was that her name? Yeah, yeah. Like, you had her ass too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. You gotta have a little bit of fan service as well. Um. So like eighty six. Like, when I first picked up the book eighty six, it was just you know literally just. I think this is this is probably one of the shortest anime titles in general. Like literally just two characters. Yeah, it's there. I I would almost argue. Well, no, I'm pretty sure there's some that are one, but it's still a rare naming convention. Yeah, right. 
Um, so just picking up like the the first volume of this and just reading the premise, it was interesting. You know, we're talking about like I guess in this case, uh, racism. To I mean, it's race. It, what you get racism and uh, what is it? Uh, survival. Mm-hmm. And when I was telling Jordan about this, I we had a b- bit of a like a mini offline show last night, uh, talking you know two nights ago talking about this. And I remember I I gotta say I uh, I have I might have jumped the gun when it came to my first initial um, assessment of this after the first mm-hmm. three episodes. Mm-hmm. And. I remember when when I said when my first assessment assessment was it was that it was pretty much a good contender uh, to be alongside like the hype and realm of Code Geass. I am wrong on the part of how not so righteous this story really is. Yeah, no, it it <laughs> it like wanted to be righteous, but it like show it like said nah, realistically though. <laughs> yeah, we really can't. Or at least if you are, it's going to be a very slow burn. Exactly. And the thing is, though, I realized after finishing this, like, this is actually a really sad story about yeah. just survival. Like, it's a good yeah. story, but it's it's pretty sad to, like, go through. I mean, it's not even survival. It's just fucking making the most out of your inevitable <laughs> death. <laughs> like... That's true. Like, on both sides, like, you get one, you literally have a survival of the fittest or just survival in general. And then you, and then you have Leia, Lena literally being the only person that actually cares about anything uh, yep. besides being ignorant. Like even her own best friend. I, I, I honestly thought her best friend was going to be the one saving grace. that would be like, don't worry. I got you with the end. But even like, in, the, even she turned her back on, I'm like, God damn. <laughs> I'm like, who like... fucking does this? Like, what the fuck? Like she, she was literally by herself. All she really had was uh, the spearhead squad. As like, yeah. I, ironically, her, her only hope when it came to believing in her own cause. Yeah, no, that that I will say the last like episode and a half about when uh, so after you know while he was fighting his brother robot whatever mm-hmm. like right after that. Um, where they started to march off into the the distance, oh, and she yeah. started she started fucking running out of the building. From that point on to the end of the anime, like I don't mean like because that was I think what was that the second to last episode? Yeah, that was, was probably episode ten. From ten to eleven, from half of ten at that point to eleven, I had tears in my eyes. <laughs> like I was fighting it back the whole time. It was fucking rough, dude. And. You know what? You know what? You know what? Uh, what's kind of worse about this dude situation, Jaron? What? So you know how I I hate I hate the fact that the the, the relationship between Lena and the squad is long distance. It's gonna be long distance for a while, from what I as far as what I've uh, read in terms of just story progression in general. Well, I mean, for like, a I, while, like they're fucking. Like, for a while, I mean, she doesn't even know if they're still alive at this point. I mean, they're not. I mean, I kind of want to hope though, you know. I mean, we literally saw at the very end of the last episode hey, his dude's if, head cut off. There's no way the others survived. If I well, we didn't actually see it. We didn't actually see it. The they head. were on the ground. Let me hope. For if he got <laughs> his head cut off, they got their heads cut off. I want to. I, I want to have the, the little believe. little bit of hope that this anime no. has left. <laughs> that I want to see <laughs> the squad come back in season two, which is Joma, confirmed, by the way. If, if anything. This show has taught us, or at uh-huh. least about its themes, there is no point in hope. <laughs> I mean, Lena is like the only bit of hope left, literally. She's literally the only small bit because she is pushing to do everything. 
Also, I'm surprised she didn't get any fucking um, consequences to using those mortars. I mean, none whatsoever. No, she got she got she got punished for it. She's in house arrest technically. Oh right. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, house arrest. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically she's not allowed to. Uh, I guess she's not allowed to be quote unquote in battle. So she decided to go to the front lines instead. Because I'm sure they don't really have a problem with her going out there. You know, unless she mm, snuck her probably. way into that again. So she probably did. Let's probably, be honest. Yeah, this is true. But I respect her for it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm assuming, or at least my prediction for the next like, because I think you mentioned it right. The 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 novel is seven volumes, and this uh this uh season of it covered volume one. Yeah, the entire like the entirety of this first season is um all of uh, season. I mean, all of vo- volume one. Um, so. So yeah, so it'll. I mean, it'll probably pick off season two. Will probably pick off, off of the epilogue of uh, volume one, but that's more so for more story, uh, more uh, transitional elements to mm-hmm. transition to the next volume. So, for, but I'm, I'm, I'm. My base prediction is that, at she as she gets older and stuff like that, and you know, more and more battles and whatnot, she's gonna mm-hmm. be like gaining favor in her political atmosphere, and eventually. By the end, they're gonna cha- be able to change their ways. You know, as the the robot things get stronger, right? Or as far as we know, just multiply even more, right? So, right? Because right. as we know, apparently there's just a horde of them that, we, that they can't even see. That's right. Like it's coming from somewhere, but not exact. But their numbers aren't exactly what the Republic is uh, predicting. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how far, how long the series is taking place. I, I feel like it's gonna be like within the two years. The two years, the last, the quote unquote last two years of the war, so. I mean, I'm assuming the two years are going to be up. May I? Hell, I I predict by if like once episode skip? two starts, yeah, there's going to be a time skip. I, mm. I I can only assume because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. So during that two year gap, what's going to happen? There's going to be more 86 sent to the, sent to the death, and the only thing that could change is if Le- uh, Lena changes the political structure. Which doesn't happen in two years. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't right. see that happening in two years. I see her getting her foot in the door, sure. Yeah, but at I don't least see getting, it actually changing, or at the very least, you know, getting more. Uh, what is it? Um, promoted. Support maybe. Hmm. Maybe support for him. Either support, yeah, or like maybe, like you said, like as the years, as the couple, as the the one, you know, the year or two go on. Hopefully, she'll probably rank up a little bit more, and then she'll have a little bit more actual more power when it comes to like supplies and she can actually support them through a higher administrative position you know right right, right. so, so that's time. that's all i can see happening in that two years and since she knows since they told her that at, even after the two years they're still going to be functioning if not better than ever mm-hmm. um i'm assuming during that time she's going to be trying to spread that word no one's going to believe her and then that two-year time is going to happen and they're still attacking Right, exactly. Because I don't, I don't even think they have enough supplies to go around for the eighty six to, no, to they, last they after have... after two years. Well, no, see that's the thing. I'm fairly certain they have tons. Because remember, the only reason that they stopped, like the only reason why they're not so worried about the fight, is because they know that they're gonna the robots are gonna shut down after a while. Well, they think so. They, they have. Know. Well, they think so. They they're basically stockpiling all these resources and just kind of barely giving them out to the 86ers or whoever else is fighting um in order to uh 
I mean, yeah, they're literally just stockpiling because they see no reason to throw a bunch of resources anywhere because they don't. They want the eighty six to die, but they're skilled. The eighty six are skilled enough to at least hold back the uh, robots for the amount of time that they think is gonna hold them back. I'm assuming by that two year period, they're gonna be the 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 robots are gonna be even stronger than at uh, stronger than ever, and then they're gonna see like, oh, the eighty six on their own can't hold them back. Yeah, so or we have to zone. start training people. I mean, I feel like it'd be too late at that point. Like, I, f- I mean, maybe, maybe. Because like, if if they if they really wait for the two years to realize that you know we probably wasted our time, um, dwindling down our only defense we have, and and at the same time not even training new people, uh, like to even try to fight past the quote unquote uh, end game timeline, mm-hmm. then, I mean, I feel like the robots would know. That that would be an opening, like opening for them to essentially just literally hoard into the republic. That is true. That is that's a good point. So I mean, yeah, it's probably that's likely what's gonna <laughs> what's gonna happen there is that uh um they're they're gonna get stronger well before then and have to start actually training. So I'm assuming I assume Lane is gonna be able to spearhead that. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> but besides the predictions, so far. Season uh, for season one, eighty six, fucking phenomenal job. Uh, yeah, top tier. Fucking at, like I said, I five hundred percent. You would give this as a contender for uh, anime of the year. Like, and I have to admit too, John. Like, I would, even I was also feeling like every, at the end of every eighty six episode, I had to have Nagatora ready and loaded up so that I can fucking have somewhat of a happy day at the end of because they came out at the same time. So I have right, to have right, at least right. that next to it. Because if you're a bitch like John and I, this will bring you down a bit. <laughs> yeah, it, that was rough. Like, after I finished that show, I was I was a little like, ugh, this is just a, it's a heavy-ass fucking show, dude. Like, exactly. literally the last episode is just is just the, the rest of the 86, all five of them. I know, just... exactly. <laughs> like, fuck, um, when, I, when I realized it was just a five of them, I was like, holy shit, they're all dead? Yeah. Like, what? Like... I I was genuinely surprised. It was just literally the core the core spearhead squad left. You know what really fucking got me was when Fido died. Oh really? Yeah, that fucking got me. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's been with them the entire time too. I mean, no, he's I been with he's been with he's been with Shino the entire time when he uh, yeah. he watched that when boy he was grow a kid. up. Yeah. I mean, he's probably in our, he was probably in his brother squad too. Shit. Yeah, it's fucking sad. It's so sad. Uh, I, uh, that that <laughs> that that got me. That I was like, oh come on, he's got to survive to the end. Nope, fuck you. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> fucking with, first battle. <laughs> and with Sawano heading the fucking music department too, it just makes it makes the epic a little bit more like sadder because like you know it's one of those like literally going down fighting kind of kind of uh, moments. Right. Or going down swinging that kind of that kind of situation. Ah, uh, fuck. There was there was something else I wanted to say. Um, God. Oh. Uh oh. At the also, the adaptation of this. Eighty six is probably one of the best examples of an adaptation, not just by accuracy, but also by quality, because 
Um, I mean, I've read a little bit uh, of the of the first volume, just to you know, kind of compare and contrast. And what I've seen from the boards and from the people in the comments, apparently they've even elaborated on like like um, side character deaths that were kind of like glossed over in the light novel and better represented in the actual anime itself. Um, like with fucking uh, Daya or husband husband Kun. Yeah, husband Kun. Yeah, you were telling me that. Uh, well, in the, in the light novel, they just kind of. Like after the battle, like yeah, so Daya died essentially, and it's like, oh, like, oh okay, but yeah. in the show we actually got to see him die. Exactly, like he was sort of he was sort of like put off as like an afterthought, like 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 a, as a as a what is a collateral report kind of thing. Like Daya's dead, this person's dead. It, we never actually got to really see, uh, at least experience him dying at that moment, since he was probably one of the characters I didn't expect to die, honestly, like. Well. Any time, see that's the thing. As soon as we, as soon as we establish that just people can die, you you gotta watch out for couples. One of the one of the two is gonna die, or both, or both. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be uh, the wife character in this case, the girl. Yeah, but you know, it's. I don't know. That that was rough. That was a rough one. Watching yeah. her try to fucking fight through that shit. Honestly, and like. With the when the the when uh, the fireworks uh, scene happened, it was like that was the only, that was like probably the first time that she actually expressed anything mm-hmm. since his death. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like as far as adaptations go, like the only other adaptation I could think of uh, that was well put together was Sao as well. Uh-huh. Done by the same company. Done by the same producer. Uh, the same uh, studio. A one. <laughs> So. Yeah, they fucking did a fantastic job, and we're assuming they partnered with um, somebody for their fucking 3D work, because oh, god yeah. damn, was it amazing. I'm, I I, guess I have to say, it's probably, with with Bandai uh, partnering up with them, I feel like Bandai has something a lot to do with it, because they do sell the toys of this, the model kits. Oh, so. okay. So yeah, I'm assuming they had something to do with it, because like, it was hands down some of the best 3D animation we've seen to date. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's on par with what Orange has been doing. Yeah, honestly. So, fuck it. Before we go on to the next, before we talk about other sad robots, um, there was one, there was one that confused me, Jaron, when I was reading uh-huh. some of the boards, like mm-hmm. the discussion board of the people. Somebody made a whole thread that 86... Uh, there wasn't enough drama. What do you mean there wasn't enough? <laughs> it was pretty much like it was like eighty six is too cold to have dramatic moments. It has dramatic potential, but they never really utilized it. What do you fucking Apparently. mean there wasn't enough drama? <laughs> like what? <laughs> there was the. <there> could... <laughs> Like what did you want? Fucking someone to get pregnant? Like oh my god! <laughs> like what? Because it was it was too cold. Apparently, eighty six is too cold for drama, or it's too sad for drama. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, no shit. They were literally once we found out that they were the eighty six program is literally an execution block for uh, essentially cannon fodder. It's like. Yeah, that, what drama can you have when that is the drama? Your inevitable death. There's your drama. <laughs> like, that's drama in itself. Watching these people fucking struggle, even knowing that they're gonna die, like trying to make the most out of their lives. Like, that's the drama. Mm-hmm. Like, drama doesn't have to be like negative, like dramatically, like living living their life to their fullest. Like everyone's being super animated because they know that oh yeah, our days are literally numbered. We don't know what that number is, but it's fucking soon. Because mm. they always mention, yeah, you could die tomorrow. It's like, yeah, 
you're supposed to. That's what society wants. Yeah. Like, so that so that was like I had I had to go through the whole thing and there were a few people that agreed with them. I'm like I don't know what I don't know if you guys watched or read the same thing, but I think there might be some misconception. But I don't know. That was just something wild I had to put out there. That's so fucking weird. Like, that's not, so weird. Eighty six is too cold. Not enough drama. Like that. Was... Yeah, but that's a, like <laughs> I I I'll, I'll I'll agree that there wasn't like any traditional drama. Sure, that's fine. But not everything has to be super dramatic. The point of this story was to be super heavy and cold. Mm. Like, it was supposed to be just fucking... It's a gritty war story. Yeah, it's literally a gritty war story with no hope at all. Like, nothing. <laughs> like, there's just a cold, sad reality of their situation. Like, there's... That is the... That's the reason you're there, to so watch them struggle and and live as best they can before they die. That is that is the story. Later on, maybe there's going to be more tra- dramatic things with uh, you know Lena trying to become uh, a, a, high, a higher politician or you know rank up and stuff, and mm, or maybe, even like more advocate stuff. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's going to be some stuff there, but like, I mean, I mean, right now it's just the blood. Uh, it's just the blood and mud. I mean, there's yeah, you're right. There's just the blood and mud. That's such a fucking weird take. Yeah, I know, <laughs> That's such right? a weird take. Like, I get I get where they're coming from, but, like, at the same time, like, that's not a flaw. Yeah. It's exactly. a genre. <laughs> <laughs> True. Like, again, I think I think the better suited for that kind of, like, I guess if you want, like, a military story with the drama, Code Geass would be kind of that because it's very yeah. melodramatic, you know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. With a, with a touch of edge, you know, with every monologue oh, that characters oh, do yeah. and shit. Especially you, Lelouch. You fucking... Playing fucking chess without looking at the board, you're <laughs> you're fucking there already. Announcing your title to every hu- uh, human being that in, in existence. I am Lelouch v. Britannia. <laughs> like chill out. <laughs> so, but uh, speaking of sad robots. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So I told you on this before yesterday, uh, a couple days ago, and even right before we recorded. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. About what Vivi Floride Ice. What does that even mean? Meaning, what does that mean? It left me with the same impression Near Automata gave me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm done with the game. I've seen the story. What the fuck am I supposed to be feeling? Like, it's not. I'm not confused. I'm just empty. That's what it is. Like, I feel like I have to question everything now. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's it's it first first things first. I think it does a, a great a great job of telling the. You know, uh, the you know the AI story. Like, what if yeah. what happens if they become too sentient? Mm-hmm. Um, it take it takes one to start creating shit before they're like, you know what, we don't need humans anymore. <laughs> if it, they, literally, it literally they, takes one, and they're like, yep, I we, mean, they, they're they're worthless. <laughs> they went full. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, what's that one from the Avengers? Robot? No, Avengers. Oh, Ultron? Yeah, they went full Ultron. Yeah, they went full Ultron and like fucking oh god, that like but but Vivi was so fucking good. Like the 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 ReZero create uh writer fucking knows what yeah. they're goddamn doing. I completely you know, in the middle of the series, I completely forgot this is the ReZero uh hey? <laughs> author. I for I for some reason I for sure thought it was uh the uh, the Steins Gate writer. <laughs> Fair <laughs> just, enough. Just because of how much like uh, not only the time, not only the the, the quote unquote time traveling part of it, or, or the or the world lo- or the uh, timeline changing part of it, but also mm. just how fucking miserable some of those changes ended up having. Like I swear, like 
when when they changed when they had to change the one timeline uh with the doctor that married the uh, AI. Yeah. I had a feeling he was gonna kill himself when that when that one ending happened or when it ended as it ended, you know. Yeah. And I was like, like, no, don't do it. And then fuck, he fucking did it. And I'm dude, like, that's why I don't advocate for for getting <laughs> like robotic waifus because that'll 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 be you viewer. Like when if she the, stopped that, working, you're like, hey, I can't too. live anymore. Actually, no. You know what? It just that reminds me of. A, it, it, for some reason, plastic memories comes to mind now. The anime. Fuck that. <laughs> plastic memories. When it, but that one's a little bit more sad too because every every AI robot had a had a lifespan in that in that case. Yeah, I'm like, but see, in terms of plastic memories, why would you ever fucking make companion robots that have a lifespan? That's like. That's like oh, that's a worse version of a dog. <laughs> like we know dogs only live for like what? 50, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, I think. Uh, I mean, depending uh, on the like breed, fifteen like, to eighteen years or so. Yeah, just about. Maybe like, so. Maybe it's like all right, if you get lucky. Right, maybe eighteen if you get lucky. So you 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 get this low sentient creature and you give it joy for its entire life or at least most of its life and then it dies. Sure, yeah, sad, but you know it's not something you can communicate or fall in love with that way. But like you get a you get something super fucking humanoid that's basically human, minus what's inside of her and what what was what was the time limit? Um, I couldn't tell you. I I know it wasn't, it wasn't long. I know that it wasn't it was, long. I think it was like two years or something, wasn't it? I think so. Actually, I feel like that was the case. Like really yeah, short. It's like like a service a literal, life. <laughs> literal two year service life for something you can fall in love with like on a like a straight up romantic level bullshit my cell phone like, has a longer lifespan as a exactly. longer use why lifespan exactly why the fuck would you do that why would you even do that it's so <laughs> fucking weird that's so weird but anyway going back to Vivi. Going, yeah going back to Vivi. like when that happened i was like at the moment that the, the doctor killed himself i started questioning like should changing the timeline really matter at this point because a lot of even you know when you it's like when you the whole meme is oh i push a chair literally the entire city dies you haven't you there's like a there's another bad thing that kind of comes around the corner even if you change one thing well we found out that it it didn't matter it didn't yeah i was like yeah it didn't well i mean it did and didn't it did change things but the i i see that's one thing that's probably the one thing i was a little confused on that so the archive was planning this quote unquote or just well yeah was planning this for uh, some time now the the whole rebellion mm-hmm. and or at least that's what I that's what I that's what I got from it maybe I'm wrong but it was planning it so it was like calculating every single possibility and how to keep like the timeline or whatever to inevitably get to the point where there's always going to be the robot rebellion so i'm like all right fine sure but like does that mean it either it had access to the time travel like software or was it literally just is it that advanced of a computer to be able to just be like all right i want this to happen so no matter what i'm always gonna move move the pieces around to get there is that what it was i feel like that's the case i think the only random variable i couldn't like predict was vivi because even the yeah. even the archive said that Vivi was like the most human out of all of the AIs, mm-hmm. and I mean even even the archivist was like, "Hey, if you want, if you can sing this song, you can shut everything down right now," but I bet you won't, you know that kind of thing. 
So right, right, right. it was like the archive was sort of, you know, in itself betting that Vivi wouldn't be able to be, uh, wouldn't even change the, the, the ultimate goal in the end. So, like, even if they went back a thousand different times, it would, the, you know, the archive would still get to the same conversion point, but Vivi is still the deciding factor in right. that in in that one moment. So I guess it, I mean I guess in the end of it it doesn't really matter, but it matters only in the context of Vivi because of how much experience that she has, you know? Right, right. Yeah, if 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 the time thing didn't happen, she never would have gained that level of sentience. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like um I mean going back to it's like It's not the destination, it's the journey. Yeah, exactly. It's like she gained more experience because she w- she kept going back, or she went back that one went back in time again, or at mm-hmm. least was given prior knowledge of that uh, prime timeline to change uh, to a different timeline. Yeah. So I it uh, one uh, one other thing about it is that you 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 honestly kind of keep forgetting that she's not human for <laughs> just like little moments. Yeah. Which is which is you know I think that's the point where it's just yeah. like you just because she you just kind of. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go on. No, no, no. Well, you were saying you were changing. No, you, you, you well, go as you were saying. Well, she was changing, you know, as time went on. So she became, she, like I said, she became, or what the archive said, she be, she's become more human than any other AI. And as time went on, you could see that uh, incremental change over the, you know, a couple decades. And she's come a long way from her, literally her, uh, first stage days to the final to the main stage days when it comes oh, yeah. to even her even when she went back to her old um like uh, Kudere well not even that she was even less Kudere towards the end she if anything she held, she had more of a she had more of a stoic expression like she actually expressed stoicism in the end instead of literally right, just right. A instead of just it being like a de- like a, her android quote unquote default it was just yeah. just her being stoic not because. I, that's a weird. That's a weird thing to say. She was <laughs> stoic because she. That's her personality, not just because she was. She's robotic. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. It's no longer monotone. It's. It's an actual personality now. You know. Yeah. And Which it. It's weird how that evolved. Like it's. It, they're effect. They're, side by side, they they look like the exact same thing, but it's like one's just got more flavor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One's got a little more salt than the other one. You know. It's the difference between monochrome and black and white. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like. Pretty much, and also, I hate the fucking writer because how the hell did the writer make me so attached to Diva in one episode, the new Diva? Oh like, yeah, I hated she how was it, fucking. <laughs> I hated how yeah. attached I because at first I was sort of put off like, oh, this is definitely not like Vivi Diva. This is like, um, you know, traumatized uh, new personality Diva that took over for the meantime. Mm-hmm. But for at the end of at the end of the episode, I already missed her. I was like, no. Why did she have to die? We can't have this. What the? I fuck? was honestly super into her when, like, when she, uh, I, it, it was one of the crew members that was, I guess, down about something, and she like, oh. like, put her hands on her face and made mm-hmm. her smile. It was at that moment that, that I remember it back to when, um, uh, from, oh. the, from the the space thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When um, uh, that one girl did it, the one robot did it to her. Yeah, Beth's sister. Um, I forget what her name was. What was her name? I forget. But when it did it to her, I'm like, oh, she's still there. This is just like Estella, like, by, the, by the way. Yeah, Estella. When Estella did it to Vivi back back on the uh, the, the 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 sunrise, the, the sunrise. I was like, oh shit, she's still there. It's just like, like it's this like, is like her, but with emotion. 
Yeah, exactly. Like this is sort of what her this is what she thinks she should be. Yeah, this is yeah, this is absolutely this is just a projection of what she thinks she should be. Mm. Like, I, and I thought that was amazing. <laughs> like it, that see that just that just that point was just so cool. Like and she when was, you, and she was only in one episode too. <laughs> just one episode. You just absolutely loved her. She was just so she was so vivy. <laughs> like it. It's so weird. Like we, like the 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 again the monochrome or monochrome version of her is what we know her as. But just that moment, it was like that's the most vivi vivi we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I love it. Or I guess the most I, uh, diva. diva vivi or whatever. Yeah, more diva than vivi in this case. Yeah, more diva than vivi, but still, it was awesome. I loved. I loved that. I love that whole like little arc, just in its entirety. Though it did suck that Antonio killed Ophelia. That was fucking... Yeah. <laughs> that twist hit me. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, when when, when uh, fucking uh, Muso, uh, Matsumoto uh, approached Ophelia, and then she started like laughing and shit, like, wait a minute, what? What's going on? <laughs> I did not expect Antonio to be an antagonist. <laughs> right? Like, I, like, where did that fucking come from? <laughs> like, what are you on, dude? <laughs> And I was so I was so sad that Ophelia still died. Like I didn't, I hope I thought they were I thought they were just trying to stop her from su- from su- just from her suicide or just from dying in general. Mm-hmm. But like, I, well, I, they, if she had died any other way, I think would have been fine. But the fact that it looked like well, it was a suicide initially, and this one looked like a double suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I effectively still caused the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it, no, it's fucking. It was fucking wild, dude. But like, I don't, I don't know why that. that I feel like that part sticks out the most to me. Was the Ophelia arc? The Ophelia arc mainly, be, not just because of uh, Diva Vivi, but um, uh, I think Antonio was probably the second most human AI. Mm, because he had passion. Because he had passion. Because oh, he only wanted and greed. Ophelia's voice for him. Yeah. So it's passion and greed at the same time. Yeah, and no no other AI ever displayed that. So I think he was another one that was super special. Mm-hmm. He's just, you know, the wrong side of it. Right, exactly. It got too extreme, and it kind of took over, like, uh, I guess, a lot, like the logic process in, in, in that right. case, you know? So uh, I guess, again, another part of that arc, when um, that one guy showed up, but as an android. Oh, uh, Kakitani. <sighs> Kakitani? Or like, know, I didn't... a terrorist dude. <laughs> Right, Terrace dude. I didn't quite understand. So, like, did he put his brain in a yeah android or? Yeah, he did. As far as what I can make out, it's pretty much because by that point he's already old as shit. So he put right. his conscious into into a uh, AI body. But like, why don't more people do that or do that? And they just we just don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Because I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how the how the how the advancement of the normal AI is compared. To because the sisters are a whole different project now, and I don't know if AI. I mean, I, we can only tell the AI at that point. You can transfer your consciousness in there, right? Um, but I don't think it's connected to a network like the archive would be, unless unless Kakitani was a special case, because you know he's got his own connections and shit where he can, where he can get a body to put his consciousness into. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah very well might be. I I feel like that should have been explored just a little bit more, yeah. as far, just for the sake of world building, but. That's fine. Because he was the only one that had any confirmation that that was possible. Right. So. Because that then raises questions like, just 
let's see, right after that arc was the uh was when she um basically was retired. Yeah. So like how many people did that? Yeah, exactly. Or how many of that was even available like available to world knowledge, you know, right. or how long how long was it experimented on, you know, just in general. Cuz then we found and... oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, go on. Well, I was going to say uh, I was, uh... was going to move on and say that we were we then we found uh uh Matsumoto and then that timeline the the rest of that as well. Right, yeah, going on to that. So so we essentially watched him grow up from a child to when he I don't know what age, I think. I mean, we like, assume his... like 7 years old, you know. 7 8 years old cuz I don't know if he was that young. I mean, yeah, just... maybe, maybe. Yeah. Well, like middle school age, so like uh 10? 10 maybe. I, no, I think they specifically said he was 12. Oh, okay. Gotta, gotta. I think so. I think. I, I mean, I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell you. Sorry, I can't remember. Yeah, but we essentially watched him grow up from a child to uh, an adult, and I'm assuming he was in his like maybe fit forties, fifties. So, from what I understand, that's where the majority of the timeline takes place. Because before that, I think how long? Because Vivi's only been active for what a hundred or so years. Um. From the world, like end. since from, oh, since the first episode when we first meet her till the till the very end, she's only like a hundred. I think they said a hundred and fifteen or so years old. Yeah, like she had a grace period, you know, between when she was activated and when she started doing her small shows in Neoland. Uh, but yeah, just right, over right, right. 100. So just over give her give her take. Yeah, so the majority of our timeline took place watching him grow up. So everything else before that is only a uh, like a time difference of. Uh, maybe 60 years 60 because by the time she was by the time she was retired into the museum and met young matsumoto mm-hmm. she was 65 years old oh okay okay yeah. gotcha, gotcha so the gotcha, last gotcha. 30 or 40 some years was, it has been 40 something yeah was that uh main timeline which not much really happened besides vivi writing her song mm-hmm. so that was it and that was that was the main that was the main uh, random random variable that didn't was that wasn't accounted for, which was Vivi becoming more like. I guess I don't know how you would measure creative in terms of scale, but just became more aware of her creativity to make a song. You know. Well, I mean, I don't even know if it was becoming aware of creativity because she didn't know how to. She know what to do until uh, what was the trigger? It was um. It was Matsumoto saying something. Oh, it was when it was when uh when um when um Matsumoto's wife died but gave birth. Oh yeah, and then yeah, uh, Matsumoto said that you know even even when humans die, they're still in us. Like my wife, my wife is still in my heart as a right. Right, for, right like now. the memories and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's when she's like, you know, I'll just write a song about my memories. It's like the last sixty-five years into a song. Mm-hmm. Or. Probably at that point, 70, because that was when Matsumoto was already kind of grown. So, well, I yeah. mean, 65 years of she actually did shit because the rest after that, she was just in a box all day. Right, right, right. Yeah, nothing but time to write her thing. Pretty much. And then there was that little period of time where she slept for, um, I think, two years. Oh, yeah. Just letting them creative juices come through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's the fact that they, I mean, again, it's, you know, it's, it, it's the idea that 
the whole idea just kind of hinges on again the fact that an AI created a song. Like it, it seems so small when you watch it in the show, but when you take a step back and just remember what the story is supposed to be about, it's like that's, uh, I guess, imagination-wise, that's that's incredible for yeah. something to logic itself to create something. I mean, if anything, it's sort of like that um, iRobot scene. Like, when Will Smith was, like, hammering that one robot, like, human beings can create songs, create art, um, you know, do shit. And then robot's like, oh, can you? It's more so, like, it it, question, it it put on the question of, like, robots can only do what they're told, not create their own um, things in general. Right. So, but in this case... At least but then it, then it kind of comes down to, well, what is creating something? Yeah. And then... Like, cause back if she's... No, go on. Oh, because I was gonna say on top of that, like, because it, it hinges on what, uh, what is based off of the heart or her heart, to right? Make that song, or sing in general. Right. So, right. So she essentially just, I mean, lit- it's again as what is creating something. She literally just, as far as lyrics go, just vague descriptions of what she remembered, and music-wise, I guess. You can make the argument that a uh, a robot could probably um, could uh, decipher tone mm. of a situation. Considering you know if, if something if if a robot can or at at that point in time with AIs if they can tell when something's sad or happy they would be able to assign a musical note or something to it or you know so, somewhere along that uh, yeah. along those lines. So essentially, her being able to do you know, an advanced version of my basic idea to create something is just fucking, it's so cool. It's and, so cool. And the fact that it literally caused, <laughs> well, not caused, it was going to happen anyway, but yeah. like, but for the I better, know, it was made, cool. it was made for the better. It was made because of the cause, you know? Right. And, I was actually wondering, uh-huh. um, so I, again, I know that the robot uprising is going to happen anyway, because the archive was planning it for so long. I thought, because I forgot, I forgot that fact. I thought it was going to be like, oh, in this timeline, it does the robot uprising because it found out that Vivi made this song. It's like, oh, we don't need humans anymore because we can create. So that's like mm. that would have been the cause, and like that that would have fucked me. I'm like, oh shit. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, they still incorporated that idea. Yeah, um, and. Going back to what, going back to uh, what we were talking about with Vivi creating her songs over the years of mm-hmm. her memories, right? I didn't yeah. notice it up until now. But I, did you, did you ever stay for the ending for any of the episodes? Like the after credits? Well, the, yeah, the ending, the ending credits. No, not not usually. No, because I stuck around for a little because I just left it open one time, and mm-hmm. I had noticed up until episode what is it? I think thirteen. Uh-huh. The ending was just a piano. There was no lyrics, no nothing, and that ending up until episode thirteen were the was the piano version of her song up until she made oh. the lyrics in the end. Oh shit! Which is also okay. which is also the subtitle of this uh, show, Fluoride's Eye Song. That's the name of her song, and because. When when she started singing singing her song in the end, I was like, mm-hmm. "Why does this sound so familiar?" Like the tone, like the notes, everything was so familiar. And then I went back like a couple episodes, listened to the ending, and I was like, "Holy shit!" 
this is her song, but her lyrics have been haven't been written yet. It's just the piano, the piano score. Right. That's so that shit. Would... I, I didn't realize because I never watched the ending. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I I left it open one time and I kind of like had it go, and it was like, oh, it was mm-hmm. like a nice piano song. And I noticed there was no lyrics. Like, oh, okay, so this is one of those artsy, just you know, musical things. Until she made her, she sang her song. I was like, holy shit, this was her song this entire time. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of blew my mind at the end right there. Like, I don't know if the writer had anything to do with that, but, you know. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Fucking Tepe. They get to decide all that shit. Nagasuki, you're a fucking mad lad. <laughs> oh, and well, uh, I mean, Eiji Umehara. Oh, I was going to say, there's, there, there are plenty of shows that will incorporate either the opening or the ending in the anime in some method, some way, of shape or form. But oh, yeah. No, definitely. It, it's particularly, like, impactful when it actually means something to the character. So, for example... Um, while it wasn't like a like a direct song translation with Great Pretender, um, the ending. Actually, I would say Great Pretender and B Stars kind of share this. Mm. You don't realize that the ending means anything until like the last few episodes. Hey, right, exactly. Right, I I fucking <laughs> uh, that. <laughs> Going like thinking back to those, just fucking I. Same exact thing you're probably feeling. It's just like, oh my god, it, it was there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like, ugh, I love, I love it. I love it so fucking much. I mean, it's moments like this, John. I'm just gonna backtrack a little bit, but it's moments like this is why I think you know, anime still gonna has has gone a long way, and modern anime is still good. So, <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Fucking, you know, old school weeaboomers. boomers. Calm down. We we got some good shit nowadays. <laughs> yeah, we like you. It's it's you. It's it, Vivian. It, shining examples. Vivian eighty six. Like those are definitely top fucking tier. Mm-hmm. And one more thing before I move on, but like, I love the I love how the perception of time is like is utilized in in the series. Because when I first watched it, you know they're talking about oh a hundred years is gonna be when. Uh, hundred years, Rick and Morty. Hundred years. Yeah, hundred years. And by the, like when we were when I was going through you know up to episode three, I was like, holy shit, we're actually gonna go through the hundred years. Yeah. Like I didn't expect to be honest, I wasn't expecting us to actually kind of go through that timeline. I thought it was all gonna be done within like a singular singular point in time mm-hmm. where it changes the whole timeline. But no, we're they're actually taking their time because like was I think it was episode two. Uh, when like Matsumoto came back, I was like, oh hey, what's up? It's been like ten years. I'm like, wait, what? What we're doing, we're doing time skipping episodes? Holy shit! Like, like we're just gonna do this thing for the whole series? Like we went, we literally went through a hundred years in thirteen episodes. I mean, it fucking, it. I don't know. It it really does feel cool though that it mm. that it does do that. I mean, I'm but, guessing. I feel like the authors have a have a thing for like time fluctuations and fucking with time. Oh, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with ReZero being a thing. <laughs> like... But before we fully get off of Vivi, how did you feel about them like, essentially rebooting her uh, at the oh, end? Oh, in the end? <sighs> it was very bittersweet. I, 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 I like that, they, that she's back, but not exactly back. You know, I mean, literally, it could be Diva Vivi, it could be Vivi Vivi. Who knows? I mean, yeah. I, I again, the the way I finished the series was with the same. I had the same expression when I finished Near. Like I was, I was happy with the result, but at the same time, at you know, at what cost? <laughs> at what cost? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like at what at what cost did we have to go through to f- get what we wanted but still it's we 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 still succeeded in what we had to do but I don't know. I feel like there were better. There was a better way, but I don't know. The, yeah, the, I, it was a better way. <laughs> there, there could have been a better. I don't know. I feel like there could have been a better way. But you do what you have to do. You do what you have to do to, you know, move past what's possible. You know. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> All I'm saying is that somebody get <laughs> somebody get Yoko Taro and this team to write something together and make a show. Man, <laughs> that'll fuck. I, I I fear the day like Yoko Taro works with anybody else that's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they did a thing with Platinum. Sure, they made near. Like, all right, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's within the vein of his other games. Mm-hmm. But like, if he if if him and Kojima ever cross paths, it's over. <laughs> It's over. We lost. Like this timeline is doomed. <laughs> or even fucking. Or I don't know. If you, even if he wants to work uh, work with uh, enemy any people that's written anime, like the people that wrote Vivi or ReZero, fucking no. the, the Steins Gate people. <laughs> no, you, you, he needs to stay in his realm. He's too powerful. <laughs> Yokotaro is a fucking madman. He needs to stay in his fucking whatever drugs he be smoking. Just in that fucking realm. Just stay up there. <laughs> stay away from us mere mortals. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, also, to top hop on top. I mean, it was very. It's it's very going to be a short, brief thing. But Detroit Become Human is also another good game that, when it comes to the realm of AI becoming more human, and oh, so- that- someone made a great joke. I forgot what it was. It was like Vivi was like Detroit Become Human mixed with um. Well, yeah, yeah, it was. It was literally that Detroit become human mixed with near near automata. Yeah, because you have like the philosophy part of it, and then you have like the morality part of it as well. Yeah, it's that mix. I love, it. <laughs> I love but, it. I absolutely love it. Plus, it doesn't help that you know all the AIs have like a, have like an identifying little LED somewhere you can tell, or like in Detroit, mm-hmm. it's like on their on their, their the side of their head, so you can identify like uh, AI bots and shit like that. Right. So, as far as Vivi become human automata, give it a good watch. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> w- would you which which would you put above the other, near or uh, fuck, uh, Vivi oh. or eighty six? Since see, those are, I think, the top ones of this season. Now, granted, I haven't watched Tokyo Revengers, so that maybe that's up there. But yeah, as it far can, as those two go, I don't know. You're at this point, you're trying to tell me which which one did I feel more empty when I finished? Um. <laughs> Uh, well, I can tell you, I was definitely happier with Vivi's ending than yes, I was uh, with yes, fucking I will 86s. Say that 86 left me with a fucking <laughs> hole in my heart. Like, god damn it. I felt like, I honestly felt like Lena. Like, yeah, this is, like, we're essentially Lena in this case. We're puck, fucking useless. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think they did that super well, so I don't know. I think I, think I might put Vi- uh, 86 over Vivi. But they're super close to me. Honestly, they are. Yeah, I I, I had to say the same. Like, even though I have a bias for eighty six, Vivi blew me out of the fucking water. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like with as an original series from it. Oh yeah, I, for, I, I <laughs> forgot it's original too. They just fucking said make this an anime. I'm like okay, <laughs> and just fucking did it. Exactly. Like, get out. Get the old manuscript. 
paper. Let's fucking write this shit. 13 episodes later, we're all just having philosophical questions about life and consciousness and fucking, what is creation? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is not Edge. This is, uh, how do you say it? A, re- a, re- a, rev- a revelation. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so Nagatoro. Um, <laughs> I mean, That's I don't know. Another one we both finished. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, I'll be honest too. I had Nagatoro just as a recovery series for me after '86, like I said before. I I binged through '86, and I think uh, <laughs> I think Nagatoro was my next stop after that. Oh, nice. But I, yeah, yeah. I ripped the Band-Aid off starting with '86. <laughs> <laughs> good, good man. Um, but yeah, I think I told Duran this. I think after the, after I watched the first episode, uh, for some reason in the anime, Nagator really does come off as horny, like a lot more than oh, the manga. Geez. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That girl's a fucking she's like straight up a degenerate. Like it's probably because of her how her voice actress does it so well. Like the way she like says her lines. Mm-hmm. Like, like she really wants senpai to notice her. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I have to go. I... <laughs> what, what happened? Uh... I have to jump back for a second. Back to Vivi just real quick. Oh, yeah, real yeah, quick, yeah. Just real quick. Just real quick. Just real quick. Back in the sad boy. Someone... Let's go. <laughs> sorry. Going back to sad boy real quick. Someone pointed out the very, you know, the last scene after she finished her song, she shut down uh-huh. saying thank you for your uh, attention. Yeah. For your kind attention. Um, They noted that her eyes weren't the same way when you normally see them. Like, you know how they're all robotic and shit? Right, right. Like, they they went blank as a human's would. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry, small detail. <laughs> I, 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 I saw a meme, and it reminded me, like, oh, yeah. Small right, detail. Right, right. You just made me even more sad. Like, <laughs> in their final moments, she was really human. She really felt yep. something. She felt death. She actually felt death, Jaron. How do you? How does that? How do that makes me feel? Good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Uh, you know what? Fuck VR. F- fucking. Uh, what is it? Elon, get in touch with Jeff Bezos. We're making fucking waifu bots, waifu androids. <laughs> no, we we we. What did this? Te- what did this literally just teach you? <laughs> that they're gonna fucking rise up and start fucking. Decking people in the goddamn head with mini bots, which is honestly the fun was the funniest shit. That was too. I was like, "This is not my Amazon package." <laughs> it's black. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> we're, we're, no. just, just imagine an, an Amazon smile on those robots. <laughs> oh my god, that's the future we're heading towards. <laughs> the future is now, old man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, Nagatoro, shit. Uh, besides, besides just using this as happy fodder, it would, it's a lot, it's really cute. I like it. I do like my usual bully series, you know. <laughs> I will honestly say this did, this is another case similar to, uh, with, um, uh, Demon Slayer, where the anime is portrayed much better than the, an- the manga. Really? Like, okay, nice. Cause I feel like, I mean, yes, of course, anime is, you know, more animated you can get the you get to flesh out right added dimension actions very added dimension and stuff like that but it's like what's the word it 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 like it's um more fulfilling in a way it's it, it's definitely a lot more fulfilling because i've read up to i think just before the art tournament arc 
oh. in um or the the cultural festival arc right, right. in the manga. Mm-hmm. But up till then, I didn't get the same like feeling I did watching the anime. I think the voice actors, the way like they, you know, the 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 subtle changes, it was all just perfect. Mm-hmm. There are a few things that they didn't do. Certain times when they're like the the girls were, you know, at odds with each other, they're supposed to be in their like little demon or whatever outfits, but right, right, that's right. fine. <laughs> so the that's fine. I, creative... I can lose a little bit of fan service for 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 more feels. Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, this 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 series had me keep. Had me uh, pressing the fucking just date already button, you know, all over again. Especially, you know, mm-hmm. progressively as we go down, because you know, it's one of those the characters eventually kind of warm up to each other to a point where they know they're each other's hijinks, you know, uh, moods already. Mm-hmm. So, well. oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, you, yeah, you're oh. right. It's just it, it's they. You do get to see the actual progression in their relationship from. She's just annoying, you know, annoying senpai I can't, or kohai I can't get rid of to actually like her, but I'm not really sure of that myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely happy that we got a really good, faithful, if not better adaptation for this show because it's, it's just so, it's so, it's so good. I, I, I loved every second of it. I'm not going to lie. Like, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and of course, Jaron, like, as, as far as any of the shows, even compared to 86, this is where the true racism is, you know? Oh, yeah. This is... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you see, those people died down <laughs> yeah. once the show actually came out. Yeah, right, exactly. You didn't hear, right. you didn't hear any shit. Well, like, yeah, you're fucking, you fucking fools. <laughs> Granted, they didn't treat it exactly, because I think in the anime, they did mention the reason why she is so tan is because she helps out with the uh, school swim team mm. a lot. Um, outside of being a uh, Gyaru. Uh, oh, speaking of Gyaru, I like how Senpai has pretty much like his own little. He kind of assimilated into the Gyaru. He's he became a Gyaru as well, in a sense. A little bit, yeah, a little like, bit. He just, he's adapted the culture exactly, or at the very least, he was he was a, he was adopted into it really well. So you merely adopted the Gyaru. I was born into it. I'm ordered to buy it. I didn't see tan skin till I was a man. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, this this is absolutely a must-watch. And yeah, you can say bullying's bad, sure, of course. I mean, we had like every every year we had a different like pop-off bully series. I think it all started off with uh, Takagi-san, as far as how the timeline goes back. Yeah. For the well, see, but see, it 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 it, it kind of spirals down. Takagi-san was more like a light, like mess. I'm messing with you. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of fucking with you. Uh, um, Uzaki-chan. Uzaki Chan was more like I'm just being annoying, and this combines both of them. Yeah, that's true. So, and but it still works because while at first it seemed like it was malicious, now it's just it feels like a juvenile love, like you bothering the person that you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I just I don't know why it just it anytime like. Again, after the first couple episodes, because it was fairly painful to watch at first. Oh yeah, because they were actually crying and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly the senpai crying like, ah, we're back to this again. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I won't lie. That that was a little rough. But like after that, it was like this is this is this is now gone from to wholesome. (laughs) Yeah. 
took a little bit of tears, but you know, yeah, you know, we're there, we're there now. You know, what what love didn't have a few tears shed? You know. Yeah, exactly. So remember, 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 boys and girls. Uh, anybody that's booing you, they probably like you. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had something to say about this, but now I can't remember. Um. I do kind of want to. I, I do need to st- keep reading the manga though, because I I am curious if we get to look a little bit more into uh, Nagatoro's friends. Oh, like oh, okay. Probably because yeah. like they're. I mean, the blonde one is still the mysterious one to me. Right, the blonde one's the mysterious one, but she's like the your classic like she's the main manipulator, seducer, da 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 da, whatever. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I get that. Gamo, which is the one with the 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 straight the longer orange hair. Oh yeah, yeah. she's you know ringleader ish. Sure, she's she's but the like, muscle. She's the the muscle. But I'll, I'll be honest, it's Yoshi, the the twin tail one, uh-huh. that I'm most curious about because she seems to. I guess she lives. She looks like she lives in her own little world, but like. Anytime, like, they're hanging out with guys, she's super nervous. Like, she's all... Oh, so, like, she's just all talk, and when she's actually put up to the challenge... Yeah, she's, like, all, like... She gets all stuttery and whatnot, and I'm like, what's going on there? It's like, <laughs> well, there's something we need to know. It's like, are you, are you like... Do you have a backstory? Are you fucking... What's, right. You know, we're trying to... We, we see Nagatoro and um, Senpai-kun, and, you know, in front stage and center you're trying to look backstage like what the fuck's going on back there <laughs> but that that's that's really all i gotta say it's like I'm, i i do need to keep reading the manga because mm-hmm. um I, I i i don't know i don't think the second season for this was confirmed i don't know i don't know either it, it ended off with uh with the the kiss with the kiss in the cheek yeah so, so who's to say Maybe I would like one, but I doubt it. Well, I, mean, I guess I can't doubt miracles it. Miracles can happen. These when days, you... a lot of things are getting uh, sequels. Yeah, and plus, miracles can happen too. We got Comey Song coming in, like, in October, so you know. true. That's true. I can see this coming. I can see Nagatoro coming back. Maybe like next year, probably like either winter or spring. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. But oh. definitely, uh, super solid. I remember what I was, was I was gonna say. It was a question. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Duran. Classic Sundere mm-hmm. or the new bully Dere? <laughs> if you had to choose. I. Uh, I, well, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Sundere's in the first place, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I they're both they're both kind of cool in their own sense, but yeah, they both but have like, their different charms, you know. Yeah, but like, uh, but bully Dere, they're doing it because. Like, they want their attention. Uh, yeah, they literally just want your attention, so they're fucking with you. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's that's fine. Sundares are still. I still don't. I still don't care for it. The whole like just. I mean, uh, Nagatoro's a little Sundare too. Yeah, true. Um, but you know, when she gets only when she's not in control of the situation. Right, 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 right. Which I still. Which. In that way is adorable. Mm-hmm. See, see, she she's the right amount of Sundere where she's just she's, she runs away from the conflict. <laughs> right, she's just not honest with herself. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it's it's pretty good. It's 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 pretty good. 
still didn't choose though. <laughs> like if you had well, to have... yeah, bully dare. Oh, bully dare. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, you no, know, I crave atten- you... I crave attention. I'll have to go with bully dairy. Maybe yeah. the Uzaki Chan version. Not more so. Not Nagatoro. I might have a little bit more episodes think, of time. Yeah, no, that's fair. But the, the the Uzaki style would be would be great. Just she just literally just wants to hang out with you and just yeah bother you senseless. Plus, that's also fine. I like the I like the added touch of Uzaki telling you what's wrong with your life, you know, so that you mm-hmm. can reflect on it as well. She's yeah. hanging out with you, kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, you got a good point. Let's play a game first, you know, and you know it's the usual standard fare. Mm-hmm. Did um, you? Uh, do you want to talk about uh, To Your Eternity, or are we saving that for next oh, no. season? I have. I haven't even started that one. That wasn't. That was one. You of the... haven't even started it. I just said in the beginning of the episode, this is one of the ones that I want to go back to. Wow. Because of what you said, I have to get. I have to get ready for this one. Like, I have to well, be in a, uh, uh, in a mindset. Not, in a good it's mindset. It's not that spooky. It's not that spooky. It's like, not that spooky. Not, not not that sad spooky, or just not that. The 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 first. The first episode for sure, and maybe like the fifth. But after that, <laughs> after that, it's not that spooky. Well, I mean, I'll let you take care of uh, To Your Journey then. Well, I mean, well, it's not finished. It's going to be 20 episodes. I oh. think we're on episode. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I forgot. Shit. Yeah. We're on episode 13, I think. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we would be. Oh, by the Uh-oh. way, guys, uh, <laughs> Spider's been delayed. So yes, yes, Spider has been delayed, and without further notice, it's kind of like they just announced it, but we don't actually have a date as far as when they're gonna actually release the episode. As far as I can, from what I read from the people, it could either be ten days from that announcement or three months. So it's all Let's up to Millipede. Definitely closer to the former. It's all it's all up to uh, Millipede now to you know work on that. I'm assuming there's probably some budget issue, probably. considering the last fight was not <laughs> good at all like they tried you can see that yeah. they, it's definitely it's a definite improvement on what we had mm-hmm. for sure still wasn't good <laughs> true not like like we're, talk- we're talking about cg battles here like uh like you know when you, you know when you have to render something that yeah, it's like they didn't even try to render it they just kind of went with it and went live with it like I said, no, I'm no, I'm, I'm gonna give him a little bit more credit. You gotta give him a little bit more credit. It right, looked fine. like a fight. It looked like it was detextured. They tried. They tried, but it wasn't texturized. Oh yes, it was. I mean, their, their, their their 3D models were fine. Oh, even the main characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was just not well animated. <laughs> like they were there. You could you could see the swords clashing, but it was just not good. <laughs> So maybe it's a budget thing that they want to do this last bit right, considering right. this is supposed to be. I think this is going to be the fight between Akumuko uh, and the demon uh, demon girl. Yeah, uh, uh, Ariel. Ariel. Yeah. Yeah, and we get to see Mommy Kumuko. All right. Like transform, transform. Um. I mean. But yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about to your eternity because I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. But Plus, um, it's not done yet too technically. Yeah. But just as a just as a where we are currently. Like I said, first episode fucking got me real hard. <laughs> it 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 shoved more emotional like turmoil in the first episode than most do in their entire season. Multiple seasons even. Um 
with just two characters. No, one character. <laughs> one, one person. One single person that's able to talk. Just, just fucking got me. Um, so there's that. Uh, what, I mean, I, honestly, there's not a whole lot to say outside of this. this is just a genuinely interesting show. It's so, it's, it's, it's kind of like Vivian in a way, mm. in the sense you're watching something gain gain humanity, okay. but in different ways. Right. It's it's so interesting. It's so it it's it, it's genuinely one of one of the most interesting shows I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, don't want to talk about it too much. Um, because I don't want to spoil it for Yo Mel here. Uh, but make sure you get on that shit, boy. Yeah, no, definitely. I forgot this oh, was twenty episodes, so that'll give me time to. At least binge through. Yeah. Um, shows we should watch, Tokyo Revengers, for sure. Yeah. Uncensored, uh, the Uncensored version, apparently. So. There's a, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, definitely got to finish uh, uh, Higuero. Shaved, woke up and shaved, Higuero. But that one's getting real spooky, though. That, oh, from yeah. what From where I left off, that I, I, didn't, I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like what was about to happen. Did she just get a job? Yes. Oh, yep. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I didn't like. I didn't like where that was going. I was like, oh, this is this is something I don't want to see. But I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stop being a little bitch and get through. We already talked about eighty six. Vivi didn't finish uh, Demon Lord yet. Didn't finish uh, Combatants Need to Be Thinged. Haven't finished a lot of them to be honest. What else have you finished? Um, up. I see. So far, I've hon- honestly got one more on this list. I've got two more. So All right. next one is Koi uh, Kimoi. Ko- no, I'm Koi- sorry. Three more. Two more. Two more. Two more. Yeah, because we both have five. Yeah, I, f- I finished Koi, uh, Koi Kimo, which is the uh-huh. um, tonal wise exact opposite of uh, Higero <laughs> when it comes to right. its its uh, story progression. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a real. I mean, it's about as standard as like any rom com would go. Uh, even though, you know, even given if we have the, you know, the starkly older main character uh, falling in love with the high school uh, main heroine uh-huh. in that situation. Um, yeah, I mean, let's see. Hold on. I have, I, I, I've got notes for it because, like. You got some notes. I have some notes for it. Here, I'll, I'll, even, re- I'll even read you what I was going to, what I was going to, like, put out there. So, like. Uh, the premise of a 27-year-old falling in love with a 17-year-old is questionable, uh, depending yeah. on where you put the genders. But, you know, <laughs> uh, Kokimo puts itself in the realm of a lighthearted rom-com that doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a sweet story about two people learning about each other with classic rom-com elements, making the whole season of making the whole season an enjoyable one. Um, my conclusion here for that was, let's see, a simple rom-com where... Uh, one likes another, and the other eventually so takes the time to break down the age gap issue with an understanding uh, solution where we actually get a cute ending for the series as well. Like, it actually ends. The series actually ends not on a cliffhanger or, like, your classic rom-com series. It actually ends with a good ending. Um, he gets arrested. <laughs> from how the ending should have happened, he should have been. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> doing that out in public... Um, we get we get a good ending with the with the series, so. I mean, I I I like 
It's a really it's really simple. It's literally just a cute story between two people that want to learn about each other, especially with the one having it be one-sided as well, but the uh-huh. other one still having lingering feelings that are the possibility, you know what, maybe this could maybe there could be a chance. And they do address the age gap issue as well, like what the solution is for that. So probably wait for her to graduate high school, isn't it? The very least, you know. They, I think by this time she's still a uh second year during the series so mm-hmm. um but you know i mean that's usually how it goes when, uh, i mean all right so so i pretend like i have an issue with it i really can't have an issue with it because i've i've watched several shows you know actually no it's not even that many that exist uh shows where it's like the teachers engage to a student through whatever means Please for whatever you. reason Huh? Please, teacher. Wait, what are you saying? Please, teacher. Yeah. Okay. For example, <laughs> I didn't count. She was an alien. <laughs> intergalactic, inter- intergalactic laws, Jaron. Yeah. Intergalactic right. law, good dude. That's still one of my favorite romance. Anime. I mean, technically, like we're it. primitive species. We're a primitive species. So they're the pedophiles. So. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you right? <laughs> you fucking right. Uh. But yeah, there, there, there are definitely several shows like that that I've seen, and I didn't have that much of an issue. I don't think. Now that, but now that I think about it, I can only think of that one. Please, teacher. Um, there, there, there's definitely plenty. It just when you think of, when you have to think about it on the spot, it, it, it you know, clumps you up. <laughs> yeah. Or um, like when the teacher's an option in like a harem. Oh. Like for example, in uh, We Never Learn. Right. Right. Yeah. Granted, she's like what twenty three, I think. She's still an adult. Ah. Comparative to, I guess, in this case, children. High school. I mean, it. But see, I guess this, from my perspective, if I'm looking at myself when I was twenty three versus when I was seventeen, I didn't feel that different. But that's just me. That's what a pedophile would say. But you know, you're that... right. <laughs> uh, Your Honor. Um, let's be honest here. I haven't changed one bit since I was 17, so, you know. Sir, sir, your birth certificate says you were born this such and such. You're 40 years old, sir. Like, yeah, still, you know, but in my heart, I'm 17. Yeah. No, she... I'm trans age right now. If she's 12, I'm 12, sir. Exactly. (laughs) I'm going through an an age transition, so we're good. We're good. An age transition. Jesus Christ! Hey, it's still it's still June, Jaron. <laughs> love is love, right? Age is but a number. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my fucking God! By the way, the pedos are still right, trying to you know the pedos are still trying to invade Pride. By the way, I, I, and it's it's a goddamn shame they need to be castrated <laughs> or put to the fire or both. Um, I don't and I, I don't know what point I was trying to make. <laughs> Carry um, on. Carrying on here. Uh, I do recommend this. It's not it's not a like a super serious uh, show compared to Higure, just because you know all that has its own spooky drama shit that goes on. Because yeah. even the, like even when this was addre- when when the when our main character he when he addressed that he had a crush on his sister's uh, friend to a coworker, and she realized like wait isn't your sister like in high school like yep, the only issue that she had with it like well what about the age difference. Like that was it. I mean, the old they like in a sense of just like experience. Wait, but that's wise. the only issue, right? That's the that's the big glaring issue. That yeah. is the issue. Yeah. 
But like, it's not like oh, the only issue that is the issue. Not from, but she wasn't asking about it. From not she wasn't asking about it from a societal point of view, but just you know. That is the, but that is the societal point of view. The age difference. <laughs> no, but that is the entire encompassing problem. Yeah, exactly. But she didn't address it, the problem at, like that. Like, it was more so like, oh, but you guys are like ten years, ten, ten years apart. Ten years apart. Maybe she has different like worries that you know you may not have. That, that is true. But that was that. But that's how she addressed it. She didn't address it as like, oh, laws and society, like that wasn't what she was addressing oh, it as. Okay, I get you. So, there's a little bit of like you know drama here and there. Like it comes to a choice or like you know main character is even like, well, if I'm gonna be this troublesome, you know, for her now, maybe I should just date somebody my age. You know, I wouldn't want to yes, cause trouble for should. her. But the heart wants what the heart wants, Jaron. The heart wants what the. <laughs> Even his best friend was like, "Come on, man, be a nice guy for her." Because in the beginning, he was portrayed as a like a playboy, like right. you know, this type of woman. He's rich, he's blonde, you know, standard Japanese salary man, like living the life. Then a moment, the one, then the moment, the first woman that uh, that he offers his body to says no. That's when he fell in love. <laughs> uh, that's cute. I like it. Because he's fucking weird, <laughs> like that. That's such the. That's such a fucking. Like, think about it. Think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Right, right, right. He he comes up to a high school and uh, you know tries to well, she, she, do something with she it. She saved his life. That that's context there. Right, right, right. That is the context. Sure, 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 sure. Right, sure, sure. But like, was her saving his life the necessary trigger no like, no it if, wasn't it wasn't it was so her it, it was her saying well it was her saying gross what are you talking about after he so, offered her body after he offered his body to her that could have what that could have literally been anybody under that age and that i feel like that might have been the same reaction and that's but a problem it, it is dest but this was destined this was <laughs> destiny you because right. she fucking happened 14 year old says ew you're gross you're fucking 20 because, whatever because you're she like, happened, you're fucking she happened to be best friends with her with his sister and she happened to be visiting her when he came home when he came home and she was there and that's when the whole that was when the whole offering happened, you know? What if all... what if his what if the what if the sister was fucking what if she was fourteen? Would it have been the exact same story? She'd be in middle school. That'd be scary. Exactly. <laughs> it's fucking weird. I mean I don't I don't I don't think he would have offered his body to a to a middle schooler. I think he knows better. Would it does he though? The cap is the cap does is he high though? school. The cap does he, he though? Kno he know he knows that the cap is high school. Does he though? <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> Just saying, it's fucking weird. But again, I guess I can't be angry at it because the but, whole engaged to a, you know, that stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure, yeah. yeah but. And not, not only that, again, it doesn't take itself too seriously when it comes to the whole premise. So it's not like you know, nothing about you know morality and uh, um, laws or you know, it's about the heart, what it wants. And what yeah, lo what right. what what they define what love is, you know? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Definitely. So that's that. Mm -hmm. Uh, is there anything past that or before that you finished? Uh, after that, um, I'm caught up on Irumakun. 
Oh, nice. Even Ollie. That one's 21 episodes, so it's not done yet. Mm. But that'll end well before we do our uh, season in review next season. Oh, uh, the first three episodes? Right, because it's, it's yeah. uh, like I said, 21. Um, so I'll just give a basic review now. More of the good stuff? Fucking Emily, best girl. Best girl. Uh, honestly, more, That's more of the same. Right? Huh? That's the president, right? Yes. Okay. Absolute best girl. Manga confirmed. Manga <laughs> has confirmed. I don't care if it's a spoiler. Suck my dick. <laughs> they, they've confirmed. In, they're confirmed in love. Suck my dick. It's, it's no longer a ship. It is canon. Is it official though? Like, oh, like it's official. Like, are they together together, or is that like? They're not together together. But it's confirmed. But... The feelings are. Well, they they've con- they we have confirmed we we we've confirmed in this season that she has feelings for him, and we've confirmed it's been confirmed in the manga when they dance together at some something some fancy ball or whatever mm-hmm. that Irima has some feelings for her. Mm. So confirm, suck my dick. <laughs> uh, uh, more cute demon shit. Uh, we got to see his 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 evil quote unquote form, which is just him being edgy, <laughs> but like not edgy in like a ooh I'm edgy you know, ooh I'm edgy, but nor like a like a like a cool edgy like a cool edgy yeah like he's like super cool it's like, that, hey, yeah it's like hey there he fell watch where yeah. watch where you're going next time and then no yeah <laughs> absolutely Ex- exactly like that okay like imagine the nicest kid in the world but he's just super edgy <laughs> but not in a cringy way. Not in a cringy way. He's just like, like the handsome devil, but this devil is just the nicest person you've ever met. Yeah, I th- I think the word we're looking for is suave, right? Suave, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's super suave, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, more goofy funness. I honestly didn't have much to say about that other than confirming uh, <laughs> Irma and Emilie's relationship, which is not even in this season. It's not even in the season. <laughs> But that's my favorite. That's honestly my favorite part of this 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 show. Outside of how good of a boy Irma is, it's just I don't know. It's, it does something to my heart that makes me feel happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's good. And the other show that I finished was, um, oh fuck, I forgot about Shadows House. Damn it, I forgot about that. Oh, so I haven't even finished yet. Yeah, thirteen episodes. Damn it. It's okay. I wanted to talk about that. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it! I'm an episode. I'm like two episodes behind. No, no, it's not finished yet. It's on episode twelve. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't talk about it yet because it's not finished. Uh, but that one's really good. Uh, super good. Uh, it's it's probably got some of the. Again, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but world building to me is so is so good. It's so good. I love world building in in any show. Because it just, it gives you it, it it lets you ask questions that you're never gonna get the answer to, but the fact that you're able to ask that questions those questions and wonder, it just it keeps the world alive or the the, the yeah that keeps the show alive well past um the the ending credits. Mm-hmm. And while initially, actually no, and it, even from the very first fucking episode, you have questions. You're like, <laughs> why the fuck are these people pitch black? <laughs> Why? What is happening here? Why is it called Shadow's House? Why is it? What's? Why are these? 
obviously human people look are called live, uh, living dolls. Are they actually living dolls? Why do they have to serve them? Why do people? Why do they exude ash when they're nervous or whatever? Like it's, you just you just keep going and you start learning more and more shit. And again, I don't want to spoil it for you because I want you to I want you to watch it, Joe Mal. But it's like. It just keeps pulling you along further and further. And we have another fucking super good girl in the main character. She's Emilico. She's such a fucking good girl. You just want to fucking just fucking like mess her hair up. Just guess. You just want to <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Again, Gerard, uh we as human beings can't can't we cannot convey cuteness. So what we do is how we react is we try to, to destroy it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Violent, he's just, I don't wanna, he's like, you're so fucking cute. I want to eat you. <laughs> like that. It's literally, it's literally that. Her and Irma, just you just fucking want to like, just take their face and just squeeze it. <laughs> They're so fucking cute. I can't handle it. But outside of that, it's it's such an impressive story. Mm-hmm. And I still we by at the point we're in in the story, we do have a better. We have a much, much better idea of what's going on worldwide, so a lot of a lot of the questions are answered. In fact, I think all of them are answered, to be honest, outside of where the shadow people come from. Mm-hmm. But most of the ans- most of the questions have been answered by this time. So I'm not sure where the manga is in terms of completion, but I feel like we got a lot in the anime as of right now. So it's it's again in ter- just purely in terms of how the world works or not how the world works but how the the, the like how it is how it is it's just it's it, that's what kept me going I'm sure assu- I'm assuming that I keep a lot of other people going mm-hmm. just to see what's going on and again just the general interactions between all the characters just is also uh, entertaining fairly entertaining um I, and some some parts of it certainly could be better. Um, in particular, the interactions between some of the um, masters and their living dolls. But for what we have, it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, and lastly, the show that I did actually finish was um, uh, uh, The Saint's Magic Powers Omnipotent. Oh, okay. oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. Now, I don't know where the light novel ends. I, I you know I'm not a light novel reader. I don't usually look up news. I do, as far as light novels go, I get it from word of mouth or from any news or whoever. But this, the best way I could describe this show as an isekai, is the most straight edged show I've ever seen. If it was a roller coaster ride. It'd be, it's almost effectively a cruise. Nope. <laughs> like it, you're just cruising along. Like it's, like there's there's little like there's little like ups and dips and da 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 da. But it always right. just returns to it's just straight marching forward slowly, nicely. Nothing like super huge happening. Nothing super like. It's just so. Like calming. I, I can't even necessarily call it calming because I mean yes that is that is a factor in it but it's it's more encompassing than it's it's more than just calming it is 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I would call it. I, it. So so so. Of course, there's the basic idea that you know two people were summoned to this world, um, and we follow the one that wasn't chosen as the saint, quote unquote. And we cut kind of get to see her like, just make a little life for herself in this in this in this world. She becomes a uh a. She essentially becomes an alchemist. She wants to learn. Wants to learn magic. She wants to learn how alchemy works because she, in her, in her real life, she used to, uh, uh, not be a botanist. She was a, a regular office lady, but she used to just like plants and shit. She was like, you know, what? I'm gonna do that. I literally have nothing else to do. <laughs> so she she does all that. You get you 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 almost sit through everything she gets to experience. Um. Like so, so, I would honestly say so little happens in this twelve episode anime. It's just it's so so little happens, but you're satisfied with it. It's like it's a small meal, but it's absolutely it's like just enough. I can't, it's just enough. It doesn't do anything more than needs to. It doesn't do anything less. It is the perfect amount of food. That's 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 my that that'll have to be my my uh, description here. Okay. The perfect amount of food. It's not the best thing you've ever tasted. No, it's definitely not the worst thing you've ever tasted. It just right, just right. <laughs> like Goldilocks, it just it get, it hits everything that you need in a meal, okay. and it it's it's full. It's super satisfying. That's what it is. Satisfying. It's All not right. calming. It's satisfying. So I I I don't know. It it was honestly a really weird experience. <laughs> I think I think there was maybe only one other show that did that, and that was G J Boo. If you remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. Where, like that one was just super straight laced, just like so just chill, like just super chill. Like this this show is just so chill. Like there's a there's a romance in it between her and another character that just develops fair just really well. And I will also say, um. This being written by a, I'm clearly certain the manga or the, the light writer. novelist was a woman. Yeah, it's, I think they're just called writers. Right, the writer. Point. Yeah, yeah, the writer for this was a woman. It was interesting to see. Of course, if you watch shoujo anime, you can you can, of course, see it. But I don't make a habit of watching shoujo anime. Mm-hmm. Seeing romance blossom between a man and a woman, but from a woman's point of view. It was it 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 was a it was a it was a cool experience. I won't I, I won't lie. That was that was interesting. I guess I could say there's 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 different sides to it. Yeah. Because uh, what is it? Um, it was a lot more. Yeah, it was definitely just definitely more. What's the word? I don't want to necessarily say it was more romantic, even though it was like sweet. I would say. It, yeah, it was sweeter. It was definitely a lot sweeter. Like, you, you can almost taste it. Mm-hmm. It's the love, delicious. The love nectar. Yeah. The... <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can you can literally take taste the love nectar. Plus, just, just, just watching her dive into the things that she's interested in and how she tackles, like, when she does eventually meet up with the other uh, girl that was summoned... And how their relationship blossoms, and like the whole situation surrounding her, and who, which one of them is the real saint, and stuff like that. It, it just like every issue that it presented, while it might have like put a rise or a dip in the 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 quote unquote um coaster, or maybe it was a little bit of spiciness you didn't think you'd see in your meal. 
it just always again mellowed out like fairly quickly too like just it always but, found its way it was back. fine it was like it was what sorry go on oh like it always found its way back to like it its always noise. found its way back and i was like yeah that's like it didn't it didn't drag me into it it's just like here's a taste of that all right now we're coming right back just you know appreciate that that happened and we're just gonna move along like it's just it was just it was just so satisfying i don't know that was real that was really cool i i i I'd like to see more shows like that where it's just, it's not trying to do anything super hard. It just does everything that it did well enough. Mm-hmm. Well enough to be satisfying. I, I was literally left, the only, I wasn't left wanting more of anything because the romance was confirmed. Spoiler alert, I guess. Um, We figured out who the real saint was. We got to see her like fully enjoy her botany stuff. Like, we even figured, like, learned some political stuff. We got the, we fleshed out a lot of the side characters, funny, funnily enough. Like, <laughs> without even, like, literally without much happening, they just got life put into them. And it was, it's so weird. And again, the most straight edge show I've ever seen. It's great. Or satisfying show I've, I've seen in a very long time. I love it. Absolutely. Mm. Af- Absolute recommendation. If you just if you it not if you if you're looking for something chill to watch, it is, it is certainly that super chill. But oh that would be all that I have watched. So for me, the last thing I have here is uh, good old SSSSS Dinah Zenon by Trigger. Which. I mean, for those of you who have watched it, there is an actual meaning behind the four S's here. And I told you around this uh, the other day, but it's probably, like, the most trigger trigger thing ever when it comes to, like, just their naming schemes and themes and shit. Which is, Scarred, so, uh, scarred Souls Shine Like Stars. And I just think that's just so... <laughs> It's just so it's so lame that it's obviously <laughs> Trigger came up with it, right? Like it's 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 borderline what Chuni, right? Almost Chuni. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> I mean, because because uh, when Gridman first came out, there was real, there wasn't we never I don't think we actually knew what the meaning was behind the SSSS part of it because Dino Zenon and Gridman are household names from like the old shows and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And Trigger is just the SSS part. So, kind of like, this is like their partnership between them. And I gotta say, I feel like, I think Trigger should keep making these types of shows. Um, which, by the way, confirmed next season's gonna be Gridman X Dino Xenon. That's gonna be the next sequel combining. Really? Combining Ooh. the two series. Because everything you get is. Get Chan back? I don't know. Oh, you mean in Dino Xenon or the, or the, uh, the, the next sequel? Could yeah, be. fucking. It could I'm be. hoping. I'm hoping. Well, I mean, I'm gonna assume so because Dino Zenon, is actually, um, as far as how the character, as far as what the characters are, what characters were given, I think this is a, definitely like a sequel, like a few years after the Gridman, because we have two oh. returning characters from Gridman come back, more grown up, or actually they're adults now at this point. Was it Dick Chan? No, it was not. It's actually. What is it? What was his name? Taki? Uh, Auntie. Auntie. Oh, Auntie. Right, right, Auntie. Like, 
the the scre- uh, the little uh, little kaiju boy. Yeah. He's he's all grown up now and Dinah's on. Like he's got a suit on. Like he's pretty much like you know those you know those uh, support units from Gridman. Mm-hmm. Like he's got a suit on and everything. He's become he's become uh like one of those guy kind of guys now. Like support gotcha, units. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So okay, okay. so Anti and two and uh, Nidaime, like the two the two the two kaiju's the two kaiju kids grew up and came back in Dinazenon as like support units. Okay. Um. Okay. So I I actually have notes for this too as well because I, I had I had to say something about this because uh I I feel like Trigger did a really good job with this especially with the director. Um, I mean they did really good with the the first season and while I've only seen I think maybe three or four episodes of Dinazenon they just fucking they keep knocking it out of the park with these. Yeah, honestly, and when he told me about like how the CG was like really well blended, yeah. <coughs> The, the the CG like all the animation everything blended pretty well to a point where sometimes I forget that it's kind of like CG animated you know what I mean like it wasn't too much of a stark difference between all the 2D stuff that was going on versus like the you know the robots and the kaiju and shit mm-hmm. um, if anything it, it was almost like as, as if I was reliving like the old uh, Power Ranger days you know like the that. whole Power Ranger days yeah you know like with the combi- combining bots and you you got like the ro- big old robot fighting the guy in the, the big monster and you know the guy in the big monster suit and all that shit you know speaking of Power Rangers just kind of a little bit of an aside I'm surprised no one's taken on that I know and that's what I'm saying I feel like Trigger should really get a hold of the rest of this like Super Sentai if they can start making Super Sentai shows I think that might be like their next like big project big future projects to work on you know oh yeah because like, i mean I, I i absolutely agree with you hell yeah so let me go through my notes here for a little bit because I, I i i definitely put us better in writing than i do ad-libbing it ad-libbing it on on uh on a podcast or in front of a mic mm-hmm. so um so i'm break i'm breaking it down into three different things which is animation direction and conclusion for animation, right off the bat, uh, Trigger absolutely kills this genre of a series, and it gets uh, the same with their animation. The 2D, 3D blending during fight scenes here improved so much from Gridman, and you can really feel like the weight of these fights when it comes to like the robots the and the like the kaiju themselves. of the robots. Very thick. Oh, and by the way, we do have a thick character in this because. Well, yeah, it's the it's the uh, what's her name? Mujina. The, the... Bujima, yeah, yeah. So, but I, you don't get enough of her. You don't like, and I, I liked her a lot too because she was like, you know, quiet and stuff. Very. Well, I'm 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 a fan of the Kudre style characters. Fair. So, but. Uh, well, she wasn't really that Kudre because when she went to the pool, she was fairly like yeah more enjoying painful. it. Like she was like expressive about it. <laughs> That's true. Like she, I, she, you know, I think she definitely wanted to do more than just kaiju work. Yeah. <laughs> Like she was, she, I feel like she out of everyone there, she was the most normal. She was like, yeah, I just kind of wanna, like, like, yeah, let's, like, you know, I'm here to do my job, of course. I'm serious about that, but like, outside of that, she just wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, definitely a home balance work life kind of thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Akira, Ami, Amimiya, the director, has directed a ton of Trigger works. Uh, such as like, uh, was it the Black Rock Shooter TV series, fucking uh, oh other trigger works like Darling the Franks, um, right. Kill a Kill, and I think there was one. Oh, and Penny and Stocking as well. He directed those as well. Should we not talk about Penny and Stocking? <laughs> Fine. He also directed Tengen Toba Gurren Lagann. There you go. <laughs> uh, 
and you know a whole bunch of other works too. Um, Dinozone Dinozenon offers up a refreshing take on uh, the Super Sentai genre. Uh, one of the most notable moments in Dinozenon were actually the quiet, almost awkward uh, pauses in the scenes. I feel like he took a lot of what Shaft does when they're directing, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of moments where it's just the characters are just, are just kind of hanging around, not talking. They're just kind of feeling the room with each other. Mm-hmm. And I mean. I kind of I, I I still feel like um the one the the show that did that the best it, or at least in my opinion was a uh, uh, Fire Force. Oh yeah, I mean Granted, that was you have the direct, more of a you have the director from you have the director that did Shaft works there too, so he knows exactly what he's doing. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. So because I cause I don't remember a lot of moments like this that happened in Gridman, um, but like there weren't a whole no there there were a couple there were a couple like white moments. Yeah. I I I probably have to look back because because these took out because when I was when I was ah, when I was watching Dinosaur these really kind of stuck out to me when I was watching it um, I have to go back on it though but uh, so, yeah, I think the, it was mostly between um, uh, the the uh, thigh girl and the main antagonist okay because the main character didn't have a whole lot to do with her. Like yeah, they were in the same class. Yeah, they you know they had, they talked, but it was never. Mm-hmm. It was more, it was more so between, Thai Chan and um the uh, 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 I think I think her name was Sakura, I want to say. No, no, I don't. I think... don't remember. Um, not Thai Chan, the the main antagonist. No, I don't yeah, remember yeah, what yeah, her yeah. Name was. Yeah. Anyway, main antagonist girl, antagonist Chan, Kaiju Chan. Um, I'll look her up for you just because I I feel like I have to. Where's good now? What the fuck is? Uh, oh, what is it? Um, but yeah, I feel like it was mostly between them because they had the most. Akane. Akane, yes, yes, yes. Akane. I mean, technically they were the same person, I guess. No, she no no it wasn't the same person. Akane created Thai Chan to be her best friend. Yeah, exactly. Well. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sort of deep. I'm, I'm going deep. I'm, I'm coming from the uh, uh, the depths of the lore of the lore masters here. That's oh, why. Oh, <laughs> okay. I got you. I got you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because apparently, supposedly, Akane, Akane is supposed to be uh, the person like who the, who Akane is who Akane is, but Rika is what Akane wants to be. Oh, and, I see. And I so see. she made her not only to be her best friend, but also so that she can kind of live out. To be normal as well. Well, they'd be so. too powerful if they combined. <laughs> well, I mean, that's sort of who that real. Remember in the ending, there was a real, there was a real world person. As far I as I don't remember I, actually. Like, uh, it cut. Remember, uh, remember when, when the the whole series ended? It cut off to a live action scene of somebody's bedroom. Yes, I do remember that. Uh, the Lord Masters are, are are at least assuming that that's that room is from Akane, just because or. Yeah, that, that room was Akane's room just because um, there was a like I think there was a wallet accessory that resembled either Akane or Rika's, confirming that gotcha. they're kind of both the same person in a sense. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, uh, fair enough. So uh, another another thing I loved about uh, both you know though both Gridman and um, uh, Dinosaur was the voice acting, like. 
this is probably one of the most like when it came to like just everyone like just everyone and, and everything, it was probably the most normal kind of like way you could talk. You know what I mean? Like everything was very like when they talk when characters talked to each other, it was very breathy. It was very, very it was very authentic in a sense. Like, it wasn't it wasn't overacted as yeah. most times they are. Yeah, exactly. Like there's something there, there's something about how how uh, genuine these characters talk to each other really. Uh, I mean, I really appreciate the voice acting in this too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, no, that's 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 fair. It's like, I, again, even though I haven't finished it, and I'm and I don't remember which episode I left off on. Um, a lot of the characters wear, I would say, a breath of fresh air. I mean, not so much that they were different, but because they were normal. Mm-hmm. They were just normal. They just felt like normal people. Yeah, honestly, and actually, when you go on, when you keep going when you keep watching Jiran, like you realize uh, our main boy Yomogi, mm-hmm. like he's a fucking normie. <laughs> like yeah, he is. He's a, he? shit. Like, he's got friends. He's got like a job and shit. Like he's like, ah, oh, do I really have to like practice my robo shit? I got a job, man. I gotta work and shit. You know, make yeah, money. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> fucking right. You're fucking right. Like if anything, what is it? Uh, at least when it came to all this, at least when it came to the students, Yomugi was probably the most normal, the, the most normal out of all, of all of them, because everyone else had like a tragic backstory, like to fall on. Like one's a neat, the other one has bullying issues, uh, the other one has a dead sister, and literally this one is from a different dimension. Like Yomugi is literally the only normal person in this in this whole squad. Uh up until the end, when you kind of when things start to open things up a little bit more, uh, is what you call hidden potential. So, uh, if we gonna, I I don't want to spoil anything. Well, it's not much of a spoiler, but I don't want to spoil in terms of what happens to it because it's it's really cool what Yomagi does towards you know the ending of his I guess character arc. It wasn't much of an arc. It's like he you know he does more he does more than just being normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Definitely, uh, Power Ranger vibes, Super Sentai vibes, love it. Um, now the deep lore, <laughs> I gotta break down the deep lore of this. Um, Go for it. And for you, John, it's, it's not much of a spoiler at all for you, because because I had to look all this shit up just to even figure out what the deep lore was just between Dreadman and Dinozenon. Right, you're telling me about you're telling me a little bit about it. The fact that both of these actually relate to the older uh grid gridman and down xenon shows yeah like the uh, hype the good old hyper agent series from 1991 like these anime series are actually a direct sequel to to that older show in the 90s um one of them being actual direct uh like i guess how do you say it? like um a direct connection. A direct con- continuation? Actually, yeah, yeah. A direct continuation to one of the characters from Dinozenon. Like, Gaoma is actually in the 1991 series. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's actually he's actually a, a character. Like, he's suddenly he's a, he's a side character that ha- that appears in, I think, episode 18 of the Hyper Agent series from 1994. And that oh. was revealed, even in, that was revealed in the anime that that uh, was Gaoma. Hmm. One of the big hints there is that if you notice Galma's like uh, character uniform, there's a bunch of wraps and shit. Right. Like, almost like, uh, you know, almost like mummy wraps and shit like that. 
And if you notice, if you notice, Tijeron, how when she goes down in Dreadman, everything gets reset because, you know, Akane is God and all that shit, right? Right, right. And Dinazenon, when she goes down, everything is still in disarray and society has to repair itself to move mm-hmm. on, you know? Right. There's a reason for that. So, remember I told you that uh, um, Dinazenon and Dreadman are a continuation of the uh, live action series from 1991. Right, right. The world from the world in that uh, that world from Hyper Agent is the same world in Dinazenon. Uh-huh. Saying what I'm saying is that Dinazenon is actually the real world, whereas Gridman is the computer world where uh, kaiju's come from. Huh. So okay. that the world the world of Dinosaurion is is uh, is IRL, and what's simulated and that's and that same world is simulated into Gridman because Gridman is the computer world. After Akane lost her shit, everything got all polygon and shit. Right? Remember mm-hmm. all that? Because she tried making a, she tried making a perfect copy of her world, which is the real world. In this case, is also Dinosaurion, which is that world is the real world. Mm-hmm. When shit went down in the computer. When shit went down and when Akane woke up, that's what happened to the Gridman world, the computer world. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. so the the live action scene we got from Gridman is the same world where Dinosaurion is in, but in this case, it's just animated. Right, right, right. So interesting. And interesting. As, as far as far as the next series is. Dinazenon X Gridman is going to be addressing um, the uh, what is it the uh, the collapse of that barrier between the two worlds because the reason why Kaiju existed in the in Dinazenon is because they leaked out of the computer world or the Gridman world so that's why Anti and Nidaime shows up because they're from the computer world they're Kaiju's mm-hmm. and they came to this this world they to be able to get rid of all the kaijus here to bring them back into the computer world or the virtual world. Oh, okay. So, in terms of how so, everything is set up, this is how things are set up when it comes to where Dinosaurion is comparatively to where Gridman was. Okay. So, that unfortunately does mean we won't get to see Rika again. Unless it's going to be the combined version of her and Akane, which probably. I'm also fine with. Yeah, probably. Um, and, let's see. Uh, is that it? I mean, probably. Yeah, I think I, that's it. I definitely haven't watched anything else. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I, know, I mean, again, this is just, this is the deep lore from the comments and other forums I've been looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Because and it's cool too because some of the audio because you, you get you get a little more audio about uh, Galma's past and all that and they mm-hmm. use the same audio from his past from that same audio from his past is actually from the ni- the actual 1994 scene. Really? So that's how that's why it was confirmed that character that side character from the 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 1994 episode is actually Goma because that that actual audio. Is actually from that exact same scene in that episode, like All directly right, that's ripped. Sick. Like it's directly ripped from that episode from 1994. Yeah, it's kind of sick though. 
So that just confirmed who Gamma really was. Huh. Well, shit. All right. Okay. Well, you guys, you got to watch the 1996 version if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, be only... up to date on all the all the lore. Honestly, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's that's only 38 episodes. Uh, Gridman Hyperagent. So fucking only. Only. I mean, it's it's your it's your classic kaiju series from like because the thing that spanned from 1991 to 1994. So you get mm-hmm. you know 38 episodes of the good old fashioned 90s, uh, you know, Gridman rubber suit storyline <laughs> right yeah okay yeah i definitely want to sit through that <laughs> i mean it's it's a fucking cheesy campy ass japanese <laughs> fucking uh old japanese shows are fucking are wild i'll just say that and don't forget, don't forget mel- melodramatic also for some fucking oh, reason oh <laughs> god they are well, i mean this is melodramatic oh Grid yeah Man. true but you know it got that from the oldie show from the oldie show true so you get more... Or kid- Gridman and Dinosaur, you know, melodramatic. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that is them, but though Trigger did adapt them fairly well. Yeah, honestly. Uh, I kind of hope Trigger keeps doing, um, like, the... I think they're called Tokusatsu series. I believe that's who created, like, that that type of... Uh, yeah, like, Super Sentai, Gridman, uh, Ultraman... All that good shit. So, um, I hope Trigger keeps making more Totsutsatsu series, just because. I mean, they did a good job with Gridman and Dino Zenon. Right. And even with Dino Zenon, they pretty ha- they have a good handle of what like a Megazord would be like, you know? Because you know, with Gridman, you had like a you know dude, you had a big dude doing big things, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. But then you know, in Dino Zenon, you had like you you literally had like vehicles. Right, he was a mech mech, like a like yeah. a traditional vehicle. Yeah, like you said, vehicle combining mech. Yeah, it's like Super Sentai or Power Rangers for uh, the American listeners out here. Mm-hmm. So I can def like if they were to go if they were, if they finish the Gridman uh, like legacy, um, I would either I would hope for them to you know do Ultraman or even Super Sentai. Just hop into that because I, I could see them doing Ultraman after this. Mm-hmm. As far as popularity goes, Ultraman is yeah. definitely a little bit more popular. Um, if not, I mean, Super Sentai, at least as, as far as the Japanese goes, apparently Super Sentai has more drama, like the actual Jap- the actual Japanese part of Super Sentai. Yeah, I know. It's weird. So, like, they handle serious topics and shit, uh, in, at least in the Japanese versions of Power Rangers. And then go fight things called putties. <laughs> I mean, they are like Clayman putties. I know, and it's <laughs> fucking weird. Can't be dramatic and then go fight some goofy ass motherfucker. <laughs> uh I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean that that's what the, that's what a to- uh that's what that is what a uh I mean, Tokusatsu series is. You're right. So it be it would be interesting to see Trigger make that serious. Or, you know, a series as Trigger can get. Or I mean they'll just give it the old charm. Like in this one we have a dead sister uh, murder, uh, we have a dead sister mystery we have to solve, and at the same time we've got kaiju's coming out of nowhere, and you're doing like Ultraman moves and shit. Right, like, that's true. Going back and forth between that. Um. Yeah, but unfortunately, oh, or did you have anything? Any other uh, things to say about it? Uh, no, not at all. Definitely, uh, well, I'll definitely give it away. If you're if you're a fan of like the like the Super Sentai. Uh, like genre, or just Power Rangers and all that good stuff. 
Um, definitely watch this. Um, I wouldn't say Gridman is necessary, but I would definitely recommend you watching Gridman before Dino Zenon just for more context, especially mm-hmm. when you when you get to meet Anti and uh, Nidaime uh, appear in it. Because um, there, there isn't a whole lot of back and forth between the two series with Dino Zenon by itself. It's, a mm. lot of it is still pretty original enough for uh, you know new people to like get into this one and then wanting to go back to Gridman and understand how that world works. Because again, Dino Zenon and Gridman have two different worlds uh, in both their series when it comes right. to storytelling. So, like they both of these series really gives you how each world works when it comes to their rules and what happened and what can happen in that world. Mm-hmm. But other than that, can't wait to see what the Dinosaur on X Gridman series sequel has to offer. Uh, but I don't think there's a date for that confirmed yet. It was just confirmed that that's going to be the next project within the Gridman universe uh, okay. series. Well, I do need to finish Gridman. I, speaking of finishing, I need to fucking finish more than I've already finished. <laughs> of this season god damn i mean like, as veterans know about the good old backlog you know yeah god there's so much also added backlog the the wonder egg priority oh, one yeah. hour fucking last episode had dropped today oh did it holy yeah. shit oh uh, uh, no yeah i earlier er, while we were record yeah while we were fucking talking about it uh-huh. i i said oh no because i like i was on my site and i just saw it and i'm like oh shit that is today isn't it oh you're right it was yeah. june yeah i thought it was july for some reason i thought it was in july i thought we had more time before you know that shit dropped oh man <sighs> i thought it was done with spooky shit <laughs> for a nope. while <laughs> nope there's that the fucking spookiest shit of last season Damn it! Oh. Or two. What? When did it come out? Two seasons ago, or was it last season? I want to say it was last season. Cause that was that was relatively relatively recent. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah fairly recent. Yeah, yeah, it was last oh. last season. Winter twenty winter twenty twenty one. A whole fucking hour long. God damn. Ah shit. I and mean, it's like literally the 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 worst thing we could fucking be dealing with right now in this honestly. fucking. <laughs> Uh, shit, I'm starting to have flashbacks and PTSD about what happened in that in that world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we were talking about I was not, we were talking about just now what, authentic voice acting. Now I'm hearing uh I'm starting to hear that battle cry again. Eyes battle cry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do wanna know what happens though. I don't know what the fuck Frill is. She just came out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't. That doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. She doesn't. Ma- nothing about that show made sense at all. And now it makes less sense that a robot can influence people everywhere, ev- girls everywhere, to kill themselves. What does that even mean? Like what? <laughs> How? I don't know. We'll find out. I guess. Yeah. But that is. How the crumble cookies. How the table. I don't know. How the you, you're the table. one that ends these things off. Uh, so we have been going for a while. Not as not as, not a while as I thought. We we barely just went over two hours. Mm, okay. So. No, we didn't watch a whole lot. So. Oh yeah, that's that's true. We both watched five series each. So this might have been our shortest review uh, episode yet. Um, but 
as always, guys, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading us, as usual. Uh, thank you again to Anchor.fm for sponsoring us so that we can provide you guys with quality content every week. At least we try to every week. Um, <laughs> yep. And as always, my name is Jamal Zakoro. My name is Jerron Gaddis. And we on the Wanna Be Boo podcast, where we bring the latest and greatest game and anime news, reviews, and waifus for life. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next time. Matane! Matane!